0: White
1: House. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. (laughs) Happy Pride Month.
2: You are beautiful.
1: You are heard.
2: You belong.
1: You are understood. You are loved.
3: And you belong. And then things went horribly wrong.
1: Are we top this at the White House? third period we have announcements and they do the pledge of allegiance i always tell my class stand if you feel like it don't stand if you feel like it say the words if you want don't have to say the words so my class decided to stand but not say the words totally fine except for the fact that my room does not have a flag it used to be there but i took it down during covid because it made me uncomfortable and um I packed it away and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. (laughs) But my kid today goes, Hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like I'm working on it. I got you. (laughs) In the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, Oh, that one? Jays have now designated Anthony Bass for assignment. Now, Bass was scheduled to catch the ceremonial first pitch tonight as part of Pride Weekend. The pitcher has been facing backlash after sharing a video that supported anti-2SLGBTQ2S plus boycotts of Target and Bud Light. He later deleted the video and made an apology. The 35-year-old has a 4.95 ERA in 22 games this season. Stay with CB24 for the latest on this developing story.
3: I would say that being a black conservative pretty much, like, categorically means you don't have much common sense, yeah.
1: Do you hate black conservatives? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. But I do love all people. But I hate black conservatives.
1: What the you One. think they should vote like the radical Blacks who are voting for Democrats? Absolutely. So you're saying Blacks don't have the common sense to make good decisions for themselves? Black conservatives? Oh no, because they have the gall of being conservative while having experienced what it means to be under the heel of a white supremacist state. It seems to me they're the ones who should have the greatest interest in voting against it. How is it that when I was growing up, under the Crow laws, on a plantation, that Black people did better than they are today? They had families, they got married, a was unheard of, they bought land, built businesses, they became professionals, they went to college, those that wanted to go. Why were blacks able to do better then than they are today?
3: Uh, because white folk got more clever. I'll stop treating them like victims. I'll say, hey, you gotta work hard, you gotta overcome your status. At the same time, white folk got more clever.
1: Excuse me, do not...
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today to apologize.
1: Why did you say ladies first? That's sexist.
3: It's just it's just a, a standard greeting. Let, let, let me start over. Gentlemen and ladies...
1: Who says the man?
3: Okay, sorry, I... I um... Humans in the audience.
1: I identify as a basketball.
3: Humans and basketballs. I'm a parrot who mimics words but doesn't comprehend them. Humans, basketballs, talking parrots, and and whatever else is out there.
1: Whatever? It's whoever. Actually, it's whomever. No one likes you, Mary. All right, all right, just, just calm down, okay? Now you're tone policing us. That makes me uncomfortable. Anything that makes me uncomfortable in 2017 should be illegal. You know what? Fuck you.
2: We're all this, like yes. this. this country now? No, the the okay. okay. the Let them have. They say it's
1: okay. It's I, okay. It's Give me a gun, I'll shoot you. No no no, 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 it's okay. It ain't okay. I fought for the freedom you guys enjoy.
0: I God bless you. Thank you very much, sir. I'm not going to flip out because they have got her
2: attention. It's okay.
3: They're allowed to
1: have it. Let's show some love. These are communist fascists. They're communists. Hey, it ain't happening. Don't
2: worry. I'm not afraid. Okay, okay. I'm so upset. I am so upset. The things we did, and the things we fought for, and the boys that died for it. It's all going down the drain. Our country going gone to hell in a handbasket.
1: We haven't got the country we had when I was raised. Not at all. Nobody will have the fun I had. Nobody will have the opportunity I had. It's just not the same.
2: That's not what our boys, that's not what they died for. I
3: And there you have it.
2: Fun.
0: (laughs) Well, there's an uplifting uh, intro today. Jesus. Well,
3: you know, I uh, thought about it. I mean, today is flag day. That's right. How about we take pride in that flag?
0: It's It's the only flag I do take pride in. It's
3: pride month. I thought pride was a sin, a one. Uh, But two, uh, that flag is the flag that we should be honoring. That's the only one I do. And a lot of, you know, what I played um, to start out the show is what some people call an anomaly and some people call the minority of things that are going on, but it's not true. What's going on is, is a lot. It's going on a lot around our country with our teachers. It's going on a lot in our government. I mean, you had people on the White House lawn uh, taking their tops off. <laughs> yeah. Men that were, are now women, supposedly, or whatever they are. Whatever you want to be, I guess, but uh, it's still the White House and taking their top off and going around, even though the White House says they condemn that. Um, mm-hmm. They allowed the day. Yeah, I don't see them locking them up. Uh, that, that teacher that was played there who said that, you know, she has a, Trans pride flag in her classroom for the kids to stand up for during the Pledge of Allegiance should be fired. But uh, yeah, shouldn't be allowed to be around kids.
0: Should have been fired long before today or that she made the video. Should have been fired the day she put the flag up.
3: So it's beyond frustrating what's going on, it really yes. is. And you know, I don't like, I don't want to talk about bad stuff, I want to have a good time on this show, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like that's all we're surrounded with. Well, it's because you're watching way too much news. I do watch a lot of news. I I like to, I want to stay informed as to what's going on.
0: Yeah. I've chosen clueless. Being clueless, I don't hear any of that shit. I hear nothing. The only time I hear it is here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Well, that's the point, though, trying to educate a little bit. I don't know. Sure. And have a good time in the process. Yeah. Uh, But it it is increasingly difficult. You know, I talked to. Some people you know, throughout the day, and, and a lot of them don't agree with the things that I think and say. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how you, you don't. How you don't what? Uh, be agree frustrated? With, agree with the side of decency.
0: Because decency is an old fashioned value. And I, and I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, for the most, I mean, I, I do some indecent shit. I'm not going to lie, but, um, you know, I mean, for the most part, I try to be, please. Thank you. Respect my elders, you know, you know, love for the country. I obviously served it. You know, I, I try to do the bulk of the things, you know,
3: what do you consider indecent?
0: Tell me, you swear a little bit. So what? Everybody swears a little bit. My porn habits are off the charts, but (laughs) looking at
3: porn. But where do you do that? Do you do that on the White House lawn? Do you do it in the front yard? No, I'm assuming you do it in the comfort of your own home. Absolutely. Well, same as most Mm -hmm. (laughs) men out there, or some. Yeah, I'm not excluded from that. I'm not saying that I don't do it, That I do everything right. I'm not the moral police. But what I am saying is that in the comfort of my own home and my behind closed doors, mm-hmm. I do what I want to do. When I'm talking to my wife, I talk a certain way that I wouldn't talk in front of strangers. Sure. And I try to keep my outward appearance towards people at least polite and respectful. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when yeah, I get frustrated I mean, I think with the customer service is a different story. But I mean, sure. <laughs> I, I, I still try to be a decent human being. Sure. And well, I, I think. Want that.
0: I think. In our, in our day, and I hate to be old man on the lawn, but I am. In our day, it was fine to be a de- degenerate, but your degeneracy stayed at home. Looks like a shower guy.
3: <laughs> like, you, you like shower porn?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, boat porn. Nice. If you want to get into that, boat porn is my porn.
3: Yeah, well, if we ever talk about that, I don't like anything outside. Outside freaks me out. I can't watch that. I don't know why. Uh, um, I'm all about bo- boats. But I, I don't understand where we, we lost it because, I mean, Look, I understand it's not the leave-it-to-beaver times. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think times were pretty weird back in the hippie days and you know the 70s. Everybody has their time, their generation, their era of whatever you want to call it. But uh, now it just seems like everybody's really – there's a definite divide between people that are trying to do the right thing and then people that just don't give a shit anymore. You want to, you know what, I can, whatever the hell
0: they want to do. I'll make an argument for the exact time. Because I can narrow it down to the exact time that it changed. Ready? Yes. The rise of Howard Stern. You think that guy had that much power? Well, here's what I think. Before Howard Stern, the hardest, you just didn't get edge. You did not get edge in the media. All your TV shows were you know, family ties, give me a break. You might have a little racial stuff here and there with, like, the the all-in-the-families and the Jeffersons and whatnot, but for the most part, everything was kind of vanilla. You know, everything was pretty vanilla. Radio was the same way. Stern came in, edgy, talking about chicks, talking about wanting to bang them, talking about all the different stuff, but what followed? The need to go further. The need to... Take it more, more dirty, make, make the stuff that you couldn't say before more, more acceptable and more, you know, daily. And it did go that way. Radio changed that way. Then you saw TV start getting that way. You know, you saw it all. If you, if you really look back to it, I mean, think about, think about even seeing a pair of tits on, um, on, um, in a movie. If, you, if there was a movie, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or whatever, that had any kind of nudity on TV when I was growing up in the 80s, it would only be on HBO or Showtime, and it would only be on after 10 o'clock. There was like even a time limit for cable after 10 o'clock. Now, in today's world, you can literally go to Plex... And play it on demand and see nudity. And any movie that has nudity on it is is there. You know, I, and it it wasn't like that until the movement from, I say, from Stern. That I, I mean, think I can't think of somebody before Stern that was dirty like that and successful. There were guys that were dirty, but they weren't successful. The media
3: beat them down. I don't disagree with that, but I also know that, you know, listening to him back in the day, that he wasn't as progressive and left as he is now. Oh no, 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 not way. at all. He wasn't like that way when he when he started.
0: No, I'm not talking I mean, about today's today's bullshit version of Howard Stern. No,
3: but I, I did he change what the way that society operates? I don't know. I don't remember things being completely wild and out of control just because he was on the radio. I mean, I liked it. I listened to it. But it didn't make me do things weird. It didn't make me act any different. And Now people are acting different. People really are bizarre now. I disagree with you
0: that it did make people act different. When he would do his stuff, when he would do, you know, when he'd be talking about some girl or whatever, you'd research that girl. You'd go find it. If he was like, hey, look who's on. It's Jessica Hahn, and there's naked pictures of her in Playboy the media never would do that stuff before and then all of a sudden here's this guy on on regular radio saying hey go get playboy so then playboy had their biggest run ever and all and larry flint and all those had their biggest run ever and god knows you take what was already a developing a developing need for filth i'll call it but i'm as a fan i'm 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 calling it filth then you added in the internet where you could mix in the privacy. You can mix back the privacy so people could hear Howard Stern say it on the morning and then go home and surf it without their wife knowing at night. And it's just that that's how the develop
3: the development of it came. Now, I don't, I agree with you that the internet may have had something to do with people. Sure it did. Ability to and maybe it's social media and the internet combined that have made people as 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 freaking crazy as they are now. Because now you can say things without any repercussions. You can Mm -hmm. do whatever you want to do online, and nobody's going to give a shit about it. But at the same time, now we're seeing people in society forget about online doing stuff. They're actually doing it out in public. They're stealing stuff. No, no,
0: I agree. What I'm saying, you asked when did it start. I'm saying it started. It didn't start full-blown, like anything. It's just like right now with the whole trans thing. You don't, you know, where, like you said at the beginning of the show, you said, you know, you think it's the minority. That is correct. It is the minority. But how do you make it the majority? By continually pushing it, by continually making it happen, by continually making that that something that becomes less and less shocking, you know, for as much as everybody wants to push back and not buy Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney sucks. And, you know, I'm not going to target and all this stuff. The overwhelming reality of propagandizing the people is it's becoming less shocking. The next company that comes out and says, well, we're doing, uh, Trans clothes or trans thing. Look at how every corporation, and I know you get this in your email, every single company you've got an email from. Is in the 15 days or whatever that we're into June has at least sent you one email talking about how proud they are to be celebrating pride month. True oh, or absolutely.
3: not? Absolutely. I mean, even companies that aren't being protested without a doubt. Yes. I mean, so target is getting all this backlash yet. I got an email from Walmart the other day saying mm-hmm. check out our pride stuff.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's all over the place, uh, but, but think about even five years ago, five years ago, you would not have had that it's normalizing the behavior it's not instant it's not overnight it's normalizing it's making it, it, it when you got the walmart email did you instantly think screw them i'm never shopping there again or no. did you just or just go eh, whatever delete and that's, move
3: on yeah that's kind of what i did yeah
0: because it's not as offensive to you anymore as it used to be it's not as, not as shocking
3: uh, offensive to me anymore but what am i supposed to do there well that's from the- a point where uh, it is so saturated that you don't have a choice but to go places which is I the mean, goal of the people that are trying to push the agenda so they beat they you do?
0: down look you either hold the line or you don't that's really what it comes down to and i'm guilty of it too i'm not trying to say it like i'm the like i'm the moral majority leader here i do it all the time too i mean that to be fair to me i, I it's not an issue i care about if people are gay or not i could care less I don't do whatever you me. want do whatever you want. You know, honestly, you know, we're, we're in such chaos these days that I don't care. But that being said, if you really want to make it stop, it has to be, oh, you're flying the, you're flying a pride flag, not shopping with you ever. And if that's every store, except some, except some Aryan then you buy Aryan nation clothing. It all goes to how far are you willing to go for your stance on a, on, a,
3: on a cause? Yeah, I guess that's the problem that I have. Because, again, like you said, I don't really care what people do. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean any. I don't really give a you shit whether you're gay or you're not gay, whatever. I, it doesn't matter what you do behind closed doors. Again, you can look at all the porn you want to look at behind mm-hmm. your closed doors. But if you start looking at it where my child, as I'm driving down the street, can see you outside watching it, sure. then that's where I have a problem. And Well... I, Again, it's the forced acceptance that that the left agenda seems to be pushing. It's either accept it and like it or else you are a racist, you're a homophobe, and we're going to put you in jail. We're going to take away your job. We're going to do everything we can to push you down. We're going to close down your social media accounts. Mm-hmm. We're going to do whatever we can to tell you that you're a bad person. Yeah, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. I just don't want it pushed where I have to accept everything and again, where our children are being forced to accept it and learn it. But here's, but here's
0: the happening. thing. You're not doing anything to stop it. Well, I don't like know you what said, to to stop it. well, but like you said, you, you, you've kind of given up and I, and, and most have, this is what the left expects. The reason they keep putting, cause come on, dude, if somebody calls you a homophobe, do you care anymore? Honestly? Do you care If somebody calls you a racist,
3: do you care? Look, I don't care what anybody says to me. I've been beat down over my radio life for 20 years. But there was a time that you did care. But yeah, of course there was. But I still take offense to it because, I, you know, look, I'm just not that way. And so to have somebody accuse me of something like that, especially people that are sometimes family members that think Mm -hmm. that I'm a bad person and look down on me or talk down to me because they think that, How could you honestly think that way? How could Uh you honestly not accept everything that's going on? How could you not accept that guy with his fake breasts who's now a woman on the White House lawn? How could you not accept that? Because I don't have to. Well, that's it. I'm not a bad person because
0: of that. No, no. And and you never were. But the the agenda is telling you you are, and you're giving them more weight than they deserve. Sometimes you just got to look somebody in the eye and go, okay. Oh, I'm a racist. All right. I'm a homophobe. I'm a transphobe. Sure. And just not really, really not give a shit to really not care. You have to really not care. You have to just say, I don't care if I hurt your feelings. And unfortunately, 99% of the world, we can bitch about it here, but 99% of the people that are even watching this right now will not do that in their job, will not do that in their friend circles, will not do that in their family circles.
3: They won't do it. And then the other issue is if I had a 9-to-5 job, mm-hmm. a usual, just a regular whatever, yeah. and I was do, talking like this there, you'd be fired. Or even if they saw this podcast, they might fire me. Mm-hmm. You would, yeah. Because I'm not accepting the forced
0: acceptance
3: that's out there
0: dude one of the main reasons that i have not not my jobs per se but well really it is i was in corporate america for 15 years or so i i worked the corporate jobs working in a cubicle doing it support hi can i help you let me reset your password that kind of crap right i had to get out because i couldn't get along with the people that's just what it was i could not get along i couldn't I couldn't convince myself to suck enough ass to stay in a job. And I kept getting fired. I got fired from pretty much every job. Every single job I had, I got fired from because I could not do it. And quite honestly, at some point, I just got to the point where it was like, I'm starting my own thing. I'm just going to do my own thing. No one can tell me what to say or think or do if I am my own boss. And nobody can. And I mean, dude, even you want to bring up the the gay community or the trans. I've had problems with pinball PA with the trans community or the not the trans but the the gay community because I wouldn't do a I wouldn't do a um, well, when we first opened up, 2015 or whatever year it was, we were we noticed that our that it was a straight sausage fest in our in our pinball PA every day. I mean, it was literally. A hundred guys, one girl. It was that level of disparity, you know that that was coming in. So I decided to do a ladies' night, and uh, you know, just ladies get in free if they come in with their husband, father, boyfriend. What? And easy, right? Just an easy deal, basically a uh, two for one sale, you know. Mm-hmm. But but we had the uh, but we had the caveat of we wanted women to come in. So we were doing it like, you know, do this. I immediately get calls that I can't do this and we're not allowed. And if we continue that, they're going to pick it and blah, 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 blah. And my only only thing that I said back to them was, was make sure you spell the name of the business right when you get it in the paper. (laughs) Because I didn't care. And I wouldn't do it. And I didn't do it. And I didn't cave. And I didn't apologize. I just said No. Not gonna do it. I'm not doing it your way, and I didn't. And and believe me, we we were a brand new business, dude. We were we were really putting the risk out there. And my my um my guy that I that I started the business with, Ed, he was freaking out, cause he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "No, I don't cave to people. I never cave to people. I'd rather be unemployed than than." I'd rather lose my job than my, my sanctity as a human. And I, and I stood, and I stood up to it.
3: How long ago was that? Uh, 2015. Do you think now you could stand up to it the same way that you did? Absolutely. I I know I would.
0: I know that I would. I wouldn't cave in. I wouldn't cave in an ounce. And my answer to the press and everything else would be this simple thing. If you don't want to come here because of my stance, don't. Don't. Well, that's a meal in pride month. Sausage, <laughs> sausage sandwich.
3: Uh, Joe Burdick checking in happy flag day from the fly guy. There Joe you go. Burdick. Thank you, Burdick Joe. Custom flags on Facebook.
0: I'd imagine I can't buy the pride flag at Joe Burdick Flags, right? <laughs> I don't
3: know. I don't know. I'm, I
0: doubt he's making that custom
3: flag. No, but he is making a, a custom flag for the police for next Wednesday. That's nice. Uh, next Wednesday, the Third District Police. So uh, we're going to be feeding the police, Billy Morris, and his smoking rock and roll food truck. That's right. I'm uh, going to be there. I need to find a ride out there <laughs> that I can get to there, and then hopefully back in time for the show. For That's, the show. I'd exactly. like to get out there, buddy. Um, I've driven my car but I'm not allowed to legally drive without somebody in it and I haven't driven it enough to
0: <laughs> And when are uh, you going to get that license how long does it take do you know
3: well I, I made my appointment with Metro I, uh, I have to go through like an hour long course at least with them okay they're going to give me a behind the wheel course to see right. how I do and I called them the other day to make this appointment and I said so I just bring my car down and and you know Getting it, thanks to Charlie's Auto Baron Liquid, helped me sure. out getting these hand controls in. And they said, No, 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 we have a car that you can use. Okay. I said, Well, I practiced on the one that I have, you know, the one that's yeah. actually going to be on the road.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No, no, no. You have to try, you have to drive it in our car. Well, I have no idea what their controls are like. I have no idea how that works. You don't even know the size of that car. I don't even know that. yeah, this car, my car, I know that I'm, I can fit in it. Right. And so I'm trying to ask questions, and she wasn't very helpful. Uh, so I guess I'm going to see what happens in a couple of weeks. I got to go take this hour-long course, but it's going to be an on-the-road course. So June 30th, around 2.30, everybody stay off the road. <laughs> because I'll be on it, and I don't know how I'm going to do. <laughs> so, unless it's one of those, like, they have those driver's head cars or where the uh, the teacher has, like, a brake and stuff on their side of the car. Or right? to prevent an accident. Maybe it's like that, but I, I don't know how that's going to work. Nice.
0: Well, maybe you should call her back to get more information and start the call with Happy
3: Pride Month. Yes. Maybe then she'll be in a better mood. And it's weird. You know what I find now hmm. is that I'm – I was on the phone with a uh, somebody the other day, a customer service representative for somewhere, because mm-hmm. I can't go anywhere, so now I just have to make phone calls. Sure. And as I'm talking to this person, I am asking – you know, questions and I, I don't and I find find myself saying, Yes, sir, no, sir. And then I stopped myself and I was like, Did I say the wrong thing? What right. if this is not a sir on the other end of the phone? <laughs> what if this is a trans person? Yeah. What if it's a woman with a deep voice? What if I just completely offended this person who happened to be an asshole by the way, on the <laughs> other end of the line because I'm calling him or her sir. But it sounded like a sir, I assumed it was sir, but that's what I do generally in conversation. Yeah. When I'm in person or on the phone, I say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, thank you, ma'am, thank you, sir. Sure. And now I can't do that anymore. And I don't know how to change those habits. Well, you can
0: do it. Just again, it goes back to how much do you care if, if somebody else is offended? It's if not a matter if they can't give themselves the appearance of what they are, what they want to be called. Then why is it up to you to figure it out? Well, they didn't introduce themselves as anything, so I don't know. Well, you should ask. But maybe. that's the society if, that we live in. But, but again, you can either like me. I don't care. I don't worry about that at all. Even when I go up to people, if they're if they're an it's pat type of a per, of a look, <laughs> I don't worry about it at all. I just call them, "Hey, dude, what's up?" or or yes, sir, or whatever. And if they say, "Oh, I'm a ma'am," it's like, "Yeah, okay." I don't even, I don't even play that game. I'm just like, "Okay," you know. I, <laughs> I, I, but if you, if you are that concerned about it, Seth, maybe that should be your first question. Uh, could you tell me your pronouns?
3: Well, that's is that what you have to do now? That's, that's what that's you do if is-
0: you if you care if you if you care about that thing. For me, I just think that's ridiculous and stupid, so I won't do it but that's me,
3: you know? <laughs> uh, I've, see, that's the problem. I don't have a kickstand. You can probably get away with many pronouns for me. If you look at me, if I didn't have the facial hair, you would absolutely, actually growing up, all the way till I was like 16 years, 17 years old almost, mm-hmm. people called me a girl all the time. I had hair <laughs> that looked like a perm, and because of like a tubby kid, I had like, like sure. pre, you know, pubescent breasts and stuff like that. And so, <laughs> you know, I, it was, what they weren't pecs at the time. They certainly aren't now either. But at least they wear big sweatshirts. So you can't see. Right. It. But back then when I was a little tubby kid, man, there were times where I wasn't facing somebody and my voice hadn't dropped yet. And they're like, oh, man, what can we get for you? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Well, <laughs> oh. dude, I, I mean, who's got longer uh, hair than me?
0: My yeah. hair is longer than most women's hair. But, you know, somebody calls me ma'am or something, which has happened at, st- at, like, restaurants and stores and shit from time to time. Whatever.
3: Like, if you hear an old, like, recording of me from back in the WMMS days, uh, hey. I'm, sure, I'm shocked. <laughs> Cause, I mean, that's when I met you was back in, right? 20 years ago. Sure. And, man, some of those recordings that I have were like, hey, how you doing? And so I was <laughs> talking to, like, Spaceman Scott and right. Len Boom Goldberg, and we're like, all right, you got to start smoking. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you smoke on occasion." You're like, "No, no, no. Start really smoking right. and have a couple of drinks on top of it. Six packs a day." <laughs> and next <thing> you know, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, the pronoun thing does bother me a little bit. I mean, they came out with a new definition for lesbian today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, John's hop John Hopkins is it John, whatever. What's it called? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Just John John Hopkins, read,
0: read me this definition that I can absolutely ignore.
3: All right, um, I gotta find this because uh, everybody's upset about it. Well, some people are upset about it. Uh, past definitions refer to a lesbian as a woman who is emotionally, romantically, and/or sexually attracted to other women. Okay. This updated definition includes non-binary people who may be who may also identify with that label. So, uh, the definition of relationships between women was not exclusive enough. Ah. So, a non-man attracted to non-men. Yeah, okay, whatever. So, that could mean a A man that is now a woman. Yeah, a guy. Can now, is attracted to women, is now a lesbian. Male lesbian, yeah. Then I'm a lesbian. Yeah. I am absolutely now the definition of a lesbian. Absolutely. Because I'm (laughs) a man. Well, I'm a non-man kind of. I mean, depends on which girl you ask. I could be a non-man, but I look the way that I do that's attracted to women. It doesn't matter how you look. It just matters what you're saying. And I thought that if you became, if you were a man that became a woman, aren't you... Then attracted to men, I don't understand how that works. Well, it's, it's so you become a you are a man, become a girl, so you can have sex with other
0: girls. Dude, this is like going to a mental hospital and trying to decipher the crazy. You're never going to decipher the crazy. It's it's ludicrous. It's stupid, and it's ridiculous, and just, and that's it. That's the end of it. Because I'm trying to think, this could be
3: very beneficial
0: to me.
2: One,
3: <laughs> I like breasts. I think they're fantastic. Of course. I'm a chest man. I'm an everything man, but they're fantastic. So that's great. I like that. I don't, you know, I'm not packing. I'm no Tommy Lee (laughs) here. All right. So what am I going to miss? Right. So if I became a woman and I can still then date and be attracted to other women, this really benefits a person like me. One, I don't have to leave the house very much because I'll be fine at home alone. But then I get to also date women the same way that I am now. And then I get a special label. I can get free college and stuff. I'll get benefits everywhere. There you go. And I'll get scholarships to anything I want. And so, yeah, I think that this could be beneficial to me. Well, all you got to do is just change it. I don't know. you
0: When you get your driver's license, when they ask you that question, give them the, give them the answer. You should do that anyway, just as a goof on the show. Because you, you got to go get a driver's license.
3: I do. I, what, I can identify as whatever I want when I get my license, right? You
0: should identify as anything but a man. You really hey, should.
3: So I could put down non binary on my yeah. license when
0: I get it? Or cis, cisgendered, or something. Yeah. You should put the furthest <laughs> from what you are as what you identify as on your license.
3: Uh, come out of the closet, Seth. You are trans women. I'm multiple women. Yes, <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> I, I don't see how this doesn't benefit me to become a you know a, a list of other things.
0: Well, do it when you get your license. They can't tell you no, can they?
3: I don't think so. Right? They can. I can identify whatever I want to.
0: Yeah. You should try something crazy and see what they would do. Say, so, yeah, I identify as a pumpkin.
3: <laughs> See if they put that know. on your license. Oh, no. When a cop pulls you over, I see you identify as a pumpkin. Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Yes, I, yes, your pronouns, whatever you are.
0: <laughs> you may call me Ichabod.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, triple <I'm>, dog, Gary, <laughs>
3: get non by right away. You like. really should. I should. You, what the, how, it doesn't hurt me, right?
0: No, how can it hurt? If anything else, if it, look. I'll tell you what, if you do it and you want to change it, I'll pay the fee to go get your thing changed, whatever it costs.
3: I mean, I've waited this long to get a license. I might as well go all out and just do whatever yeah. I want to do. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm really considering this. You should do. Why not?
0: You're in a unique position where you actually have to get a license here in the next month or so.
3: I mean, it's one of the most frustrating things that I've had to deal with is filling out all these forms for like uh, you know, disability and I've been to the license bureau four hundred times, yeah. And then you know, doing uh, there's a lot of hospital things that have had to fill out, and all this other shit, medical mm-hmm. forms to get the leg, and it's always asked on all of these forums, what's your gender? Yeah. And right. there's usually either male, mm-hmm. female, and then the other options are prefer not to say, right, or other, right.
0: I didn't know that. (laughs) What's the difference between other and preferred not to say?
3: And then prefer not to say, what do you mean you prefer not to say? I I don't, I mean, you are what you are.
0: (laughs) You have what you need to do. This is, this, this is what I would do if I was in your position here to be going to get a license right now. Yeah. I would research whatever I could make the most money from. I would literally spend the next month saying, can I get a better deal on refinancing a house? Can I get a better deal on a car loan? Can I get a better deal for car insurance? Because I know there is some car insurance out there that is cheaper if you identify a certain way. I know absolutely. that absolutely. true. And you ought to find all these things, bring it to the show the week before you go get your license so that we know why you're doing it, and then go do
3: it. Well, I'm going to do that because, honestly, it has to benefit you somehow to not be... Yes. Uh, a straight white male at this point. Right. Uh, well, you should definitely identify as black as well. Or Mexican.
0: Yeah, Mexican too. But black is a, black's a home run.
3: Yeah, but I think I could pass as a Mexican.
0: Does it matter if you could pass or not? Look at some of these trans transgender people. They sure don't pass as women.
3: <laughs> that is very
0: true. And I
3: mean, then... You should you know, say you're Chinese or something. I mean, go all the way crazy. Then, instead of the national anthem that we start every show with, I'll just start with. There the
2: Mexican
3: is. polka version.
0: There we go. We could, <laughs> we could definitely do that. So, I think it's a good idea. If the world's going to be crazy, you might as well play into the crazy a little bit, man.
3: If it benefits you. Yeah. It's too funny. (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break. and We got Tony Masashi coming up in just a little bit. He did check something, so I think he's going to be good to go. Uh, This is the first week that I don't know where the hell Tony's at. Uh, He's going to surprise the hell out of us and just pop up from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, we'll talk about it after this break. You are going to be some, doing something very cool. I am. I can't you know, wait. We and made a thing on Facebook saying, oh, big announcement. Here's the deal. It's not that big of an announcement, but it's cool. I think it's, it's like a, a big announcement. announcement. I think it's a huge, ann- It's a huge announcement <laughs> for you, no doubt. Um,
0: <laughs> I think uh, it's as big of an announcement as, as we've had since we started the show.
3: But I think that this is, like, super cool, and so yeah. we'll get into that in, um, I don't know. Two minutes. Hang on. All right. Hey everybody, it's Don Doc and when I'm feeling nostalgic, I always go to Pinball PA. You gotta go check it out, it's a lot of fun.
1: Stop what you're doing and start making memories at Pinball PA, located at 2284 Broadhead Road, Suite 10B in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. We have over 420 video games and pinball machines to play and all games are set to free play, so no quarters or tokens are needed. Pinball PA is open 6 days a week, and is the best and most affordable entertainment spot in all of Western Pennsylvania. Check out our website at www.pinballpa.com for more details. Come visit Pinball PA today. Initials up.
0: Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turney Road. Call us at 216-299-9344.
3: Happy Flag Yes. Alright so On Monday mm-hmm.
0: Last Monday The yeah, last it's past, Monday. This past yeah. Monday It's past Monday yeah not next Monday
3: Yeah this past Monday Right uh huh <laughs> Two days ago right yeah, I'm good. yeah. All right. Today's Wednesday alright yeah we had on The mobster mafia guy We did uh, Michael, Francis. Michael Francis Did I say it right this time or no You did Michael Francis Right. And so we had him on. We were talking about the fact that he's going to be doing a show uh, June 24th. It's a Saturday night, 7 o'clock, Lorraine Palace Theater. Yes. And uh, it was a great interview. He, in fact, at the end of the interview said it was one of his favorite interviews that he's done. Yeah. It was really flattering. It was great. still waiting for him to put the episode up on his Facebook and YouTube or whatever it is. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Well,
0: now we at least have some reach in to push.
3: Yes. <laughs> so I get it. And a message yesterday from lovely lady Marie, who helped set this whole thing up. Mm-hmm. And she says, Michael was very impressed with you too. Right. And then she says, wanted to know if your buddy, your partner on the show would do me a favor. Or do him a favor. Right. And I said, well, I don't know. What's the favor? And the mafia guy, yeah, the mob, wants you to be security for him <laughs> at the meet and greet for the show.
0: That is correct, sir. <laughs> and I
3: have accepted. <laughs> now, I don't know how this came about. I don't know what happened. But yeah, he wants you to be security. That's right. For the show. Now, I'm kind of offended that I wasn't asked to be part of that. But at the same time I did inform all of them that I need an extra backstage pass because I have no leg and I can't drive. That's and right. so I think that would prohibit me from the from the security, security detail. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> wondering what happened. You talked to them, right? I did.
0: I talked to I talked to his um to his guy Chris today, and um, and uh, you know he told me what what's going on and and it, it's, you know, because it's when you told me about it, even up until I talked to his guy today, I thought it was just sort of a honorary thing. You you know what I mean? I didn't right. think it was really security. I thought it was like all right, you're on the detail, you know, basically, that's it. No, I have to go for a meeting before the show at a hotel to get briefed on the on the security of this.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I so will be. I what will are be. you going to do? Did they explain, like, what your I job told, is?
0: Yeah, I was told that I, basically as Michael moves around, I'll be kind of on his on his side to make sure nobody comes at him and nobody gets to him and nobody gets out of hand or whatever both both with the um the actual stage thing
3: as well as the um the meet and greet after that's just unbelievable to me like that is like I wonder what he saw in you because you know when we're sitting together yeah I mean it's not like there's that much of a difference in don't look like a a big guy no but i am i mean (laughs) when i sit down next to you and i'm like i look up to you because you're a tall guy and everything like i like i sit down next to him hey chris how you doing (laughs) but i mean that's awesome yeah i am
0: so stoked man i i definitely i uh, and it's funny because my only my only question was do i have to do i have to carry you know and because i will you know, if if they deem that necessary, I absolutely will. I just need to know, you know. But but, dude, I I from now on, from this day forward, my tagline is going to be Chris Aiken, Mob Enforcer,
3: because I'm a mob enforcer now. We're talking about a guy that didn't go into the witness protection program or anything like that. So we're yeah. talking about a guy that you know does have enemies, I guess, out there. I would the think problem. so. Yeah, I'm assuming that there's still some alive that are pissed that the guy got out of the the mafia and, and didn't want to be a part of it anymore and now. He you know, just had a big fight with Sammy the Bull, for God's sakes. Sammy the Bull is pissed at this dude, and now you're going to be security. security. Yeah, and I'm, I thought the I'm, entire time, I'm like, all right, do I sit near Chris? Can I stand behind Chris? I'm not standing anywhere near you. Like, I'll be off for a, <laughs> You'll be calling my, me from the venue. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Hey, how are you? I, I still get my backstage pass, but I'm going to stay way backstage. Like, I'm going to watch <laughs> from the side of the stage where you guys... There's no direct angle of my right. sight. So,
0: <laughs> well, I am honored. It. I'm honored to do it. That's I'm, cool. I I can't wait to do it. And my mom is really a big mob person, and I invited her to come out and do it. And she she could not have been more excited. She <laughs> she she gets off on my celebrity sometimes, but not often. Yeah, most. To- most yeah. of the time she doesn't know who the hell I'm talking about when I'll be like, Oh, I'm meeting so and so like, Yeah, okay, that's great, you know. Uh, yeah, no, half the time I I, oh, I should say
3: when I was sitting there thinking about the entire thing last night, I was so happy I was like very, like one, I think it's an honor that you know the guy liked us. Yeah. And like the interview, like the questions, like you know, mm-hmm. we had a good time on the show and that was fun. Um, so it was cool that they said we could have, you know, these all access passes and I think that sure. would be good to check out. I'm looking forward to that. Um but then I started thinking about the bad side of this. I was like, I know what's going to happen. I know my luck in life. I'm going back working with fucking you know Mike Geselke again because Chris is going to take off. Now he's going to be, uh, you know, Michael's you know security boss as he goes around the country doing tours and, and stuff like that. And he's going to be often you know doing the security detail. And I'm going to be sitting there trying to figure out you know if I can get Billy Morse to actually return my phone call to talk about the fucking police thing. But... <laughs> So you're gonna just take off into this wild mafia sunset, and I'm gonna be stuck.
0: I don't think that's gonna happen. (laughs) That sounds like more work than I'm willing to do. I'm willing to do it for a night, but that's about it. Ever
3: do bands? Ever do security for bands?
0: I've done a little, not not I mean never as a job per se, but um, like friends' bands or whatever. I've definitely kind of held the line and. And as you're well aware, I certainly am not afraid to throw a punch. So, right. you know, I've definitely been in more than more than my share of fights. So, I'm not afraid of violence in any way. So, see, I've and I don't been, think there'll be any. Come on, no, no
3: probably not. But I, I've always been more of like the lover, not a fighter kind of guy. I've been in very few fights, but some, you know, pretty good ones. But I actually did security for a while. I was a bouncer okay. at the basement club in the flats back. Sure, ago. remember the basement? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I was actually one of those guys that would (laughs) get into fights and drag the people out of the bar when they were doing, acting like an ass, and I I had a great time doing that kind of stuff. That was fun. Uh, I was also a security guard for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, one that was being built. Right. And so I was just a jackass who sat in my car and had a little yellow light that I plugged into my cigarette (laughs) and put it on (laughs) top of my car and just sat there trying to keep homeless people out of the hole. Sure. Uh, But... I, uh, <laughs> as far as security goes, oh, I did do security at the, uh, the powerhouse down on the flat and okay. my job, I had a little time clock that I walked around with and it had a key and you had to go around mm-hmm. to different spots and check in to make sure that you were checking stuff out. And like the worst thing that ever happened to me there was I found a couple having sex underneath the stairs <laughs> of the powerhouse. And Right. I actually said just finished and I watched and then they left, and but, so I wasn't much of a security guard. Right. I worked I, at security at the IX Center. Okay. And it was overnight, so right, you know, like a show would come to town. It'd be pitch black in there, and it would be my sorry fat ass walking around. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. I had a flashlight, so if somebody right. came in and wanted to rob the place, I wasn't going to do literally anything.
0: Right. Yeah. And, You were sleeping for an hour, getting up, taking a walk around, and going back to sleep for another hour.
3: And then sometimes I'd hide under a merchant table if I heard a noise because it really was kind of a terrifying place to be at alone (laughs) overnight. Uh, But Mm -hmm. So as far as security goes, I've never had to do something like this. Sure. This is a big deal.
0: Believe it or not, I have done security like this before in the military. You know, when I first got to Korea, the first seven months that I was there, that was my job. I was a bodyguard for the commanding general of armed forces, Korea. That was my job. So I I actually do have experience doing it. But, you know, I'd imagine this is a little different than a than a four star general. So (laughs) this is I I just can't believe that it's that it's happening. It's so bizarre, man. I I was saying to somebody today, I was talking to him about this and I was like, how does this crazy stuff happen in my life? You know, it's like my life is, you know, I see everybody else's life and no, none of this kind of wacky stuff happens, but my life, it's always something that's like, Oh, now, now you're doing security for a mob boss. What?
3: <laughs> how the hell does that happen? Well, I expect that because you are security detail that you will make sure that my parking space is, is good to go. And <laughs> there's no bombs planted underneath my car, at least. Well, uh, I, I like would hope full search.
0: <laughs> You're gonna to have to hire me away from Michael to get all that care.
3: Then I was gonna ask you. I mean, is this something that's like a paid gig, or is it just I don't kind even of like know, a? You know what? I talked to his
0: guy today, and I didn't even ask. I don't care. I don't. I, I mean, it's not like I'm gonna be like, "Hey, man, give me a hundred bucks." You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, Forget it. You know, I don't care.
3: Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be the next Daniel Penny. No, don't worry. Yeah, what happens if somebody does rush the stage? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna tackle somebody? There's I'm a good chance em. that you could get sued. To go, you take man. somebody out, man, and like it's your life now. The...
0: Yeah, I know. Whatever. Believe me, if they get up there, I'll take them all the way out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm gonna go to jail for it, I'm gonna go to jail for a good reason, not not for not for pushing some asshole.
3: Have you ever been to Lorraine Palaceater? <laughs> uh no, I have not. It's a, it's a nice joint, but it's large, man. So if you got to carry somebody out of there, uh, you're going to need to, like, hoof it up a, a lot. <laughs> need a wheelbarrow? Yeah, you're going to need to really... Because <laughs> it's uphill and it's a, a ways. Right.
2: <laughs> eh, I'll but be
3: I, fine. Last I time I was there was when I was given this the house that I have. Wow, well, that's uh, nice. Like John Rich there. Right.
0: Well, from what I'm told, I will not be too far away from Michael at all. I'll be like right kind of like on his side so sounds like fun to me i'm just i'm excited look i'm excited to go the worst part about it to me is i'm actually gonna have to work instead of just sitting there watching and enjoying the show i was gonna say somehow you got roped into actually having a
1: job
3: during something that was supposed to be just fun
0: it was just supposed to be just fun times y'all are gonna have fun and you're gonna have
3: to tell me how it was (laughs) i like i said i'm gonna be watching from the side yeah Uh, because I think that will just be kind of cool. Hopefully, they can give me a seat over there. But uh, I think the whole thing sounds like a lot of fun. To be honest, it like. is. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It starts at like what seven o'clock? I think seven o'clock. Yeah. And I think it does like an hour, hour and probably an know, hour, hour and a half. So I think, yeah, and I don't think. And don't meet don't have open bands for stuff like this. No, right? but then there's the meet and greet after. That's probably another hour. The, yeah, I can't imagine they have like. An opening mafia guy, like some lower tier <laughs> yeah. mafia guy that comes out and says, "Hey, yeah. this is what happened to me." And then you put the real mafia guy on.
0: Yeah, so, here's Johnny the Pig Pagano. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a, I'd hate to be the opening act on that one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it all works. I, I, I guess I'll find out here because I got to give them some names of people that are that are going to go with me. But um, I'll, I'll get the story then. Am I going to wear a suit or tracksuit? Whatever they need me to wear.
3: Yeah, do they give you, like, a security shirt? That'd
0: be kind of cool. Yeah. You get, like, a free security shirt? Wow. Well, they ain't going to give me... I know me. They ain't going to me nothing. They're, I'm just going to show up, and they're going to be happy that this big caveman-looking monster is sitting <laughs> next to Francis.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I've known you for a while, and we uh, went out, what, a month ago or something? To, uh, yeah, to the comedy show. And, yeah, ain't nobody getting by you.
0: No. There's no, nobody gonna, gonna get happen. by me, and let's be honest, people take a look; they're gonna think twice about coming at me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the joy of me is you know that I definitely look the part of a little bit crazy.
3: Yeah, you're gonna be very intimidating, I think, on that. Stage.
0: Yep, I think so. So, and I, then maybe that's what he saw. Maybe he was watching the screen, going, "Look at this fucking monster."
3: <laughs> it could very well be. What the hell do I look like? Again, I'm going back to trance. Well, I actually, now I know that I'm going to go ahead and sign up to be a woman on my driver's license.
0: You've got the sophisticated glasses on and a respectable beard and whatnot. I just, especially on Monday when I didn't have a hat on and the hair was just all over the place. You know, I just look like Captain Caveman. You know, it's just a, you know, a lot of, <laughs> a
3: lot of hair and big. <laughs> I went from Seth the Barbarian to Seth the Broad. <laughs> the
0: Broadbairian. <laughs> I mean, what the <laughs> hell happened? How tall am I? Five nine. Not that tall. No, but you are intimidating. Yeah. There's no way you five nine. Get the fuck out of here. I am. I'm five nine. How tall do you think I was? You're tall. I'm five nine. No. I am. I always have been. Five nine. I forgot try that out on saturday because I'm, right. I'm bringing a tape measure go ahead i'm five I'm not nine that one. i'm not taller than that why would i fake that i'm shorter
3: i don't know i'm i'm thinking maybe you grew and you just don't know it <laughs> because i've seen you in person i'm a tall five nine i guess you are a tall five nine no <laughs> doubt about it but now after this conversation after finding out that i'm not going to be um allowed anywhere near michael because he, my friend is going to push me out of the way. Uh, <laughs> I am going to absolutely apply to be a woman on my driver's license. Hey,
0: and you get close to my client, I'll be kicking that fake leg right out from under you. Yeah.
3: See? <laughs> I see how this works. See that? Yeah. <laughs> well, my client and, now. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I'm a fat guy, so you're going to have to drag my ass a long distance. You're going to have to get that wheelbarrow out. <laughs> I'll let,
0: the, I'll let the staff handle that. I'll just get you with the zip ties, and then I'm done with you.
3: Look at your tech weenie watching cameras, sending radio messages over your earpiece. <laughs> Couldn't I get a job like that? Yeah, we could have, like, a little walkie-talkies or something going on. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Glenn Beck came to the uh, radio studios one time. Okay. And, you know, obviously Glenn Beck was a great radio guy. A lot of people mm-hmm. know him. In fact, if you sign up for the Odyssey channel. Yes. Um the four ninety nine a month, the extra content. I'll be putting up some bonus content either tomorrow or the next day, uh, with an epic rant from one Glenn Beck uh talking about what's going on in today's society and I will respond right. to that because I think it's very cool. But anyways, he was at the the radio station and he shows up. Well, first the day before they sent one of their security detail into the building to like See where he's going to be, what hallways he has to walk down, and all sure. You would have thought the fucking president was going to be there, <laughs> right? And then when he does show up, he had to use a studio down the hall from us. And you know, from what I heard, he was a nice guy. I kind of just waved, right? Like, you really couldn't get near him. Right. His security guys were nice guys, but they did that. They had like in their sleeves, well, little microphone watch. things, and they had those, you know, ear pieces with like curly wire hanging down from the right. ear. And they were all talking into their their sleeves. For Glenn Beck. For Glenn Beck. Wow. And then it was terrifying. Because (laughs) we were on the fourth floor. You could see out the window. When he was leaving, he was walking out to his car. His car. Little car. We started to pick him up. Right. And there was a woman who wanted to get her book signed. Right. And she started literally running at him with this book. Because she wanted to catch him before he got in the car. Okay. And... We are all sitting upstairs going, oh, shit. She's about to get jumped. <laughs> Something's going to happen to this broad, dude, because you don't run at Glenn Beck without something right. happening. Right. And immediately, there was, like, four guys. Hello. Hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> they stopped her right in her tracks before she can get to him, but she just wanted to book sign and everything. is right. cool. He's very nice guy. For sure. Um, I, I've seen details like that a couple of different times. Okay. But never with a, a radio guy. I mean, usually it was, like, the governor was coming – and um, I think
0: Stern gets that treatment, doesn't well, I'm he? I'm sure he does. Yeah.
3: He doesn't even go into his own
0: workplace without guards.
3: Yeah. When I met Stern, shit, what year was that? Had to be, what year did that one, the second book come out? Probably mid 90s.
0: Oh, uh, which one was that? Uh, Miss America? Miss America?
3: I it's... don't know. I, I have video of this somewhere, and I should play it on the show. Um, but I was waiting to see him, yeah, 95. and I waited ninety five. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I waited literally outside of a, a bookstore in an ice storm for three days to see this guy. <laughs> I had a cardboard box that I slept in, Right. and I was literally like tenth in line uh, to see Howard. And we got there, and I was a excited. But he did come in with a whole a bunch whole of army. security. And right, a, it's an army of people that protected that guy. Sure. Uh, but yeah, Which, governor, who's the governor before DeWine? Why am I drawing a blank on all this stuff?
0: Governor before DeWine. Um,
3: Kasich? Kasich. Yeah. You know, he would come in and you know, he had security that would... Kasich was probably the best of the bunch of okay. all the people that I met with security details because he had his security come in like the day before to kind of like uh, just see where he was going to be and what entrance to go in and stuff like that. And Kasich ended up being a total douche. But... When we knew him and like you know hung out with him, he would literally just show up in an SUV. But he sat in the front seat. He was listening to the Red Hot Chili Pipers, Pipers, the Red um, Hot Chili Pipers, the bagpipe band. Oh God, are you kidding me? And <laughs> but he would, and then he would make fun of me. Trip and I would just stand outside, and the security was like next to none. And he would just hop out of the car, and he told me that I looked stupid the long hair and. Somebody get a shave and all that kind of stuff. But he was just a nice guy. and We hung out and and he'd go up in the elevator with Triv and I without any security. Okay. Uh, So he was pretty cool. But uh, I'm expecting big things from you (laughs) on Saturday the 24th.
0: Well, I'm hoping that nobody hears about me on the news on um, Saturday evening. That's all I (laughs) hope is that there's no news coming out of this thing, that everything is just nice and quiet and everybody comes and enjoys the show and leaves. I want you to show up
3: in, yes, the suit, <laughs> thin tie. I want the hair slick back. Yeah, pull the hair back. Yeah, I, I want, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's you got to do the part dye the hair black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have like the shoulder strap that you can see right. hanging out the coat, you know, so you can see something's underneath their coat, yeah. but you can't really see what's underneath the coat.
0: Could wear like the the Sonny Corleone like gun, gun oh, yeah. holster yeah. that's also like suspenders.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I want to see his sunglasses on. And even if you don't have glasses. like, the... even if you don't have like the yeah, the, see like that. Yeah. All right, let's go. And then even if you don't have like an actual walkie-talkie thing, I want you to have something in your ear that looks like it. I mean, we got to make it look the part.
0: Oh, I have that. I do have. Where is it at here? Somewhere
3: here. Remind me, what is Saturday the 24th? Michael Franzese. I have the Mafia earpiece. guy at Lorraine Palace Theater, 7 o'clock. I got o'clock.
0: this earpiece. Well, this one. See? An, an yeah, ear, In-ear monitor? <laughs> yeah. I could wear my in-ears. <laughs> so
3: you're going to be security for the mafia. That's right. going to be awesome. And then what my job, though, is I have double secret probation fucking cool guy. Right. Stuff, operations to do. Now, I'm going to take video, though, so I can post it <laughs> and we can play it on the show. Absolutely. So that way oh, we yeah. can see everything that you're doing. I'm sure right. now, maybe I'll have to get permission from them to do it. No. But I'm going to take video of you being security guy and some yeah. of the stuff behind the scenes that goes on so we can play it on the show. Sure. Because I think that'll be pretty cool. That will be fun. Because otherwise, I'm the whole hoping... thing is fun. I mean, it's, at it's... this point, I'm just hoping they have a buffet for me to have a, a snack. <laughs> me. And then you're going to get a call. Security. Yeah. Security. There's a fat dude with a fake leg eating all the buffet.
0: Get this guy off the buffet. That's Michael's shrimp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be,
3: that's probably the worst thing you're going to have to deal with the entire time, I hope. anyways.
0: Probably. I hope I have nothing to deal with. I hope. I hope my only job is to keep my head on a swivel and listen to him talk about the mob. That's all I hope. And that's what the guy kind of made it sound like. Well, you could try. I don't recommend that, Jim. I'll just tell you now. I'm going to do my job. I'm not doing it as an honorary thing. If somebody rushes the stage, I am going to kick the shit out of them. That is for sure. Well, I mean, that's what you were hired to do. That's what I'm being hired
3: to do is do that. I I don't know about hired, but... That's what I'm being brought there to do. See, I look at this like a mafia thing. Yeah, me too. The mafia guy pulls you into the the room and he's just when favor. i thought i was out they <laughs> pulled me back in <laughs> well he's not Jim, sorry but yeah i uh yeah, i look at it as the mafia is asking you for a favor here so. well you know what they say
0: some someday i may have to well you, you don't know what they say because you've never seen the godfather
3: don't say that
0: but well, you never what have
3: I know I haven't, but I've seen Goodfellas like four hundred times. Yeah, but that's all the all the all the good phrases that I want to use here from The Godfather. I've seen the, the Danny Green movie four thousand times. Uh, the Irishman. I've yeah, seen Bronx like... Tale four thousand times. You kinda have to watch some of this stuff when you work with Triv. If you don't, you, you are screwed. I remember the first time Triv asked me, he's like, Don't you have that clip? And it was a Pesci clip from Goodfellas. Okay. What am I a clown? Do I amuse you? Right, right, right. And yeah. so Triv is saying that and I, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And I think that was the first time that Triv wanted me fired because I had no <laughs> clue what the hell he was talking about. And when he told me, I was like, All right, well, I'm gonna go home. I gotta watch all these movies. Right. And I started to I watched all of the ones that I know that he liked, except for the Godfather stuff. I, I just couldn't get into it. How could you how could Triv have not
0: made you watch The Godfather though? It's the most quotable movie of all of them.
3: Because, one, it's kind of out of my age range, I think. What year that movie it's come out? It's out of my
0: age range, too. Age 72. I, I was know. four. It's just it's the best
3: movie ever made. The filmography of it looks a little bit shoddy to me. Stop. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I've never really attempted to watch it. Dude, Everybody it that I talked to said it's boring.
0: You know what? When I see you on the 24th, I'm bringing you the box set. I'm going to hand you the box set on DVD, and you can watch it. And then you could tell me that it's boring. Because it's not. It's fantastic.
3: Look. And the worst part. Let me tell you the worst part. So I was talking to the publicist for Michael. Yeah. And he goes, all right, are you a mob guy? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, because, again, I've seen a lot of the other movies. Sure. I and mean, I, I've talked to True 4,000 times about you know, the mafia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I consider myself maybe not an aficionado, but I know some stuff about it enough to be, you know, somewhat educated. Sure. But the publicist goes, all right, I'm going to quiz you. And he asked me a question about The Godfather. Of course. And I'm sitting there and I'm driving. Not me, but I'm in the car at least. And so I was like, Look, I'm driving. I have no idea. I know it's so long ago since I watched it. And yeah, I do not want to say I've never seen the movie. Then I thought the interview was going to get canceled.
0: What was the question he asked you? The five people that died at the end of the movie. Of Godfather 1? Yeah. And you had no idea of any of them.
3: I think I rattled off like some names. Like, some names that were all
0: wrong. Uh, Michael Corleone.
3: Michael. I, I mean, I didn't even like last names. It was all <laughs> names that sounded Italian to me. Yeah, I think I lost one. It was like a Tito. Uh, I didn't know like, it was. I
0: was just going oh, off. Come of- on. There's Mo Green, Carlo, Tattaglia, Cusano. Who's the fifth one? Uh, Barzini. There's your five. I think I said linguini, <laughs> spaghetti, pizza, pizza, ravioli. <laughs> I tried to make it sound like yeah, hey. <laughs> that's hilarious. It is. Hilarious. See,
1: so they're gonna you see you come, coming. No, huh?
0: knowing knowing this, they're gonna um, they're gonna see you coming and not even let you in the door. This guy oh. never saw the Godfather.
3: Look, Stay at out. least i have an in. I know the security guard.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, hey, not that night. I'm I'm on I'm on call. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't helping you out You you, you haven't seen The Godfather I'm going to watch it before we
3: go To that show on, on, a, all right. on Saturday the 24th Alright I will have all the knowledge that I need there you go. To watch him on stage And to be able to be let into the building
0: There you go, perfect You got to watch at least Godfather 1 If not 1 and 2 How many are there? 3 Was the 3rd one bad? 3rd one's not great there's a reissue of it. Look, this this is how much I love The Godfather. I, I not only own it in physical box set, but I also own it in digital on my Amazon account, including the re, recently re, re-cut uh, Godfather 3 Coda edition, which takes the the bad way that they framed up Godfather 3 when they released it in theaters and reworks it so it makes a lot more sense. So... I own all of it. I am a total, total fan. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Here we are. I thought we were friends. Now you're big time in me. Well, Um, you know, my entire life is done, you know, dealt with big time in me.
0: Now that I'm a mob enforcer, I don't have time for the little people. I know.
3: I know you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one to book the damn interview, and all of a sudden, Chris is going to be like riding with the limousine with the mafia.
0: Hey. I might be I might be working some gas tax or something as far as I'm concerned. Hey, tell me what to do, Michael.
3: All right, yeah. As long as you slide me a couple of bucks. Hey, if he
0: shows me how to have just one of those ten million dollar months, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing, no problem
3: doing some of that stuff on the down low. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that again, June twenty fourth, seven right. o'clock, Lorraine Palace Theater. Michael Franzese, actually the bigger story. Chris, security guard, <laughs> Aiken, going to be protecting the mafia guy. Look at that! Uh, so, you, if you haven't got your tickets yet, yes, uh, I think it's going to be a one hell of a sight, and I think we're going to have a good time.
0: Yeah, we're definitely going to have a good time. It's going to be a so. Lot we're of fun. definitely going. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're definitely going.
3: So, uh, even if you don't care about Michael Franzese, yeah. you, the bigger attraction will be the two of us public appearance by us somewhere look at that tickets i'll be the guy with a fake leg with my phone up in the air right (laughs) (laughs) all right let's take a quick break we got tony massaccio coming up in about two minutes all right cool hang on
0: what separates triv's restaurant in strongsville from everybody else some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over but then there are restaurants like triv's where you wanna go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions you can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated, intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Berta creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065 joe burdick flags let me introduce you to charlie's auto repair any car any truck any problem charlie's does it right you know how it is the check your engine light comes on you put air in the tires and the light is still on 216-470-0170 that's charlie's auto repair 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's auto repair. Let Charlie make your car great. Once again,
3: back here, the Seth Williams show Chris Aiken on the CMS network. That's a Chris Aiken every... mob enforcer. I'm sorry. I apologize. The <laughs> title um, on the CMS network. That's right. Uh, make sure you are supporting the show by subscribing to the Odyssey channel. That's Just right. Go to the website, thesethwilliamshow.com. You can sign up on uh, the link there. Yeah. Four ninety nine a month. That's all it's going to cost so you to get extra bonus uh, stuff.
0: And thanks to our first, what, two people that did sign up already. Yes, we thank you.
3: Signed up, uh, my dad and Scott.
0: So, well, <laughs> Thank you. And thank you. Yes. So we have two. That's well, two
3: more than we had on Monday, at the beginning of sure. Monday show, so sure. we'll take it. Uh, but make sure you uh, sign up, the And Actually, the website looks very nice. Uh, I was there today. It looks very good. Yeah. Um, you did a good job on that, my friend. Thank you. Looks very cool. When
0: I'm not right enforcing you know, the mob, but, I'm doing tech stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you are a multi-talented person. <laughs> Enforcer.
0: That's right. Tech guy. That's right.
3: <laughs>
0: Pinball guy. <laughs> Pinball guy. Tech guy enforcer. That's right.
3: Uh, let's go to our
1: food guy. Food guy. That's right. Tony Masashiw. Zach, Chris, how are you guys? Hey Tony. Good. In our industry, we need every ears and every eyes. Even if it's Van Gogh, we'll take one ear in this right. industry. <laughs> guys. I am here live at Tulum, which is located in Flinsburg, 8910 Haddon Road. It's right on the intersection of 480 and Route 82. And as you can see in the background here, this is Tulum, which is the rooms in Tulum, which is over 880 years old in Mexico at the border of... Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Should have good internet there.
1: ...100 years old. We can't build.
3: Uh, Oh boy.
1: Guys, you got me? We got you. I said, here's Tulum, which is over 880 years old. We can't even build homes in America that last for 80 years. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) crazy.
3: Well, 80 years ago, they didn't have internet. So maybe that's the problem.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. You're right. I'm surprised we have the internet here, which is good. We have the internet. Actually, if you can just look up right here, all of the art, everything that is in this restaurant, from the floor to the chairs, to the tables, to the bar that is built, is all imported from mexico it's an upscale mexican restaurant seth you're going to love this one they are also affiliated with cozumel so they have 15 restaurants which are located throughout northeastern ohio great restaurant they have the patio which is right here and it is an outdoor patio you can actually sit right in the chairs here on a very nice day it's cool and of course they have a full liquor bar and they have everybody knows Tony strawberry daiquiri and mango, as you can see. As you can see, I gotta plug this, right, guys? That's right. Let's get yeah. these two spaceman machines. I'm just gonna move my head right under. Can't wait <laughs> till the health inspector sees this one. <laughs> Don't waste the product, Tony. <laughs> no, actually, I do need to waste the product. I hope they steal more of it. That's exactly right. So i got to tell you a funny story. On my bottles and on my business card, it says, we spill more product than our competition sells. And I got this logo when I was in Chicago, and the product was being made. Now we're actually making it out of Florida. One of the vats, it was a raspberry vat. Now picture this. The vat had probably 300 gallons of raspberry it's raspberries mangoes strawberry lime i was going through the tour dressed up white shirt on a tie the vat broke on the bottom it spilled all over i had dots of red all over my shirt and i was (laughs) jumping on an airplane they must have thought i was a terrorist (laughs) true story so again i'm walking through the foyer here guys this is actually was made in mexico this mountain Unfortunately, they can't get it running. Huh. So huh. I think on the back of it, it says made in China.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Okay. Guys, this is really a cool place. So they opened up. Unfortunately, they built this place during pandemic. It was a challenge to open up. They put a lot of money in. Chris, we had talked about this yeah. a few months ago where you would ask when is this place going to open up um or are they open how are they doing um and again you know i'm in the restaurant industry the challenge has been here they are finally open they're doing wonderful um and and they're great owners here so it's really cool so guys let me just go to my table right here Mm -hmm. we have as Uh always a table full of foods rice bowl which has salmon in it and chicken i have the avocado hour and i have the chicken salad and avocado isn't this wonderful
2: Uh, and guess
1: what as you can see the glasses that are in front of me i've been here since two (laughs) (laughs) o'clock and of course i gotta give myself a plug Everybody knows Tony, strawberry, raspberry, peach, lime, mango, pomegranate, orange cream, every flavor under the sun. You could find it at Dean supply guys. I thank you for the plug.
2: <laughs> All good.
0: Well, Tony, that place looks excellent. I think I might come over there for dinner tonight. That looks yes, awesome. You know
1: what? Yeah. You got to check it out. And you know, what, Chris, I got to tell you something. What's really cool about it is they have a great staff here. So you can sit down in the patio. I literally ordered this food and it came to me. that's the beauty of a Mexican restaurant. It came in front of me like it's almost scary. Instantly, (laughs) I had three bowls in front of me. I don't know how they do it. So you know how they do it? Because it's already, they know what they're doing. Right. Let's put it that way. They they know what they're doing when it comes to Mexican restaurants. Obviously, rice is already pre-cooked. And uh, they've done a great job. Also, they have a great menu here, too, which they never shorten their menu, whether it be at Cozumel's or at this location. They also own Corona, which is located in Sagamore. And instead of shortening their menu, they kept the menu the same after the pandemic, which is really cool. So, again, guys, I am here live at a restaurant, as always, on your show. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And Chris, do you have children? Uh, grown, but yeah. Okay, so obviously it's a very special day for us so this Sunday. I gotta tell you a true story. Okay. I was accepted to Kent State University when I was 18 years old. Right. And my brother bought me a box of condoms. Not like a three pack. <laughs> not like a six pack. Not like 16. I mean, a freaking box. I think there was like a hundred in there. All right. So I am in college. Fast forward, I get a telephone call from this young lady about 15 years ago, and she says, I don't know if you remember me or not, but I dated your brother when we were in our 20s, and I have a son who is in the hospital right now with a Mediterranean fever. My ex-husband does not have any Mediterranean in his bloodline. Okay. Your brother may be my son's father. Wow. I call my brother. He's in Arizona. This lady and her son live in Florida. I tell my brother, you got to call this lady. She sends him the kit. Sure enough, he's the father. 9.9999. Okay. Now this is the first test my brother ever passed in life. So (laughs) fast forward. Every Father's Day. Now I send my brother one individual condom with written instructions,
2: <laughs> nice
1: <laughs> <laughs> guys. Happy Father's Day, You're Tony Massaccio, reporting live at Tulum in Twinsburg. Everybody knows Tony, and let me tell you where you can see me or actually hear me every Saturday morning on Flashpoint 1490 W E R E between 10 o'clock and 11. I am with the infamous, famous, my mentor. My best, broad, one of the top broadcasters in Cleveland, Ohio, Ed Flash parents. So he nice. took me under his wing, and in July, I'll be with him for eight years. So awesome,
3: Joseph. Guys, great.
1: thank you again. I appreciate right, you as always. Right, you're very welcome. Thank Have a great you, evening. And happy Father's Day. You too. Thank you. To, all, to all the fathers, and if you don't know that you're a father, guess what? You may end up being one. <laughs> you never know. This story can happen to you. I'll see you guys. All right, Tony. Back to the studio.
3: Thanks, Tone. Uh the place looks great. I'm gonna but, go. I'm I'm not even kidding. I might go over there right after. The Food looks amazing, but the only thing I can think about throughout that entire thing, other than the food looks wonderful, the place looks great, <laughs> is boy, he sure has a pretty mouth. Because that's <laughs> the only thing we can see. He's Tony.
0: He's, he's in witness protection. <laughs> they don't show his eyes, eyes. so you can't identify <laughs> him.
3: Oh god. <laughs>
0: But yeah, that place looks fantastic. It and, does. It does look really it's, cool. It's literally five minutes from my house. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's I, I I drive by it all the time, all the time. I drive by it. So I didn't realize it was open until when when I asked Tony a couple what two months ago or whatever.
3: Yeah, uh, I I like Mexican food. I've been trying to avoid it, um, because I prefer to go to bed and stay mm-hmm. in bed. I don't want my stomach bothering me in the sure. middle of the night. Sure. Um, And then there was one place, I'm not going to mention the restaurant, but a Mexican joint. Okay. And I went to their website. We are going to order food. And usually you get the same damn thing that we always get. Because it's what I like. And like I told you before, my Mm -hmm. eating habits are what they are. And I get what I like. And so I went to the website, looked at it, said, yep, I'm going to get that same thing. Normal. I call, order it, go to pick it up. And it's $8.00. More expensive than it says on the website. Oh boy. And I looked at the, the girl and I was like, What the hell is this? What do you mean? I mean, they went literally $25 for a $15 for a meal or Mexican whatever. Mexican meal that was normally 15 bucks, Right. And oh, well, we changed our our prices. Well, then you should change them on the damn website. Yeah. You don't surprise people when they show up to get food with here's. A bill for an extra ten dollars almost. Yeah, did you still pay
0: it or did you walk? I walked. Okay, good. That's how you get them to change it on the website is by walking.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's like uh, literally, I've walked, I probably walked from three different places in the past like month, uh, because I refused to pay what they're charging for the little food that they give you now. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, it's crazy. But that place looked
3: really good. That rice bowl that they had there looked really, really tasty. Yeah, like I said got a half
0: hour left all right
3: <laughs> Tony can't be the father his head was cut off yeah
0: Tony's Tony's girl needs to needs to know that you put his that you got to put his head in the middle of the screen don't try to wedge him into the screen put his yeah. head in the middle we're gonna, get,
3: oh. we're gonna get this all figured out with Tony and it's gonna be fantastic eventually. we're just trying it out for eight months. Yeah, it'll be good very, very soon. I he's great. And I the sure. session's really good and I enjoy having him at all these different places. I had yeah. no idea where he was gonna be today. So that was uh we gotta get him
0: a tripod or something.
3: Yeah, but he likes to walk around.
0: Well yeah, but you can get those like the tripod thing now that you can um like hook to your shoulders or something. Yeah, and it's like a moving Yeah. But it moved, but it but it's it's also whatever you call that shake free or whatever, so that it doesn't, so it doesn't look like you're walking, you know, it doesn't look like a body cam on a, on a cop show. It, it, you know, it actually looks smooth. So we got to get him one of those.
3: I do like to say, just fun to joke. We know what was the big announcement. We already talked about it. It wasn't anything for the show. I mean, it is for the show. It's good exposure for the show. Again, um, Michael Franzese, the mafia guy, likes the show. Thought we did a great interview. Thought Chris is great, and now Chris is doing security for him. That's right. I'm now a
0: security guard for Michael Franzese, for the for the famed mob guy.
3: I mean, we had other people on the show. The big announcement was we're going national. (laughs) Even though it is what it is,
0: we did go national.
3: Yeah, we have been day day one. one. I was on today. Wait, let's take a quick break. All right. And then uh, we'll come back. We got a half hour to go. still. Yeah, time. all good. Uh, yellowbrickroadauctions.com. Yellowbrickroadauctions.com. You got to check out that website. I'm going to have the owner, Melissa, on at some point. Um, but yellowbrickroadauctions.com, great site. Very cool stuff. It's a very cool concept. And uh, you got to check out the Just go to the website and check it out. If nothing else. Check out the website. I think you're going to like it. But we'll be back in about two minutes. Hang on.
0: There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years.
1: I'm Melissa Mendisi, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today To find
3: your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. You gotta check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go, local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma.
0: Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elcorn, Radio Voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216 233 4240.
3: Right back here the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken on the CMS network and everywhere else. Yes, we are on iHeart as well. Um, You're happy I about know. that, right? I am very happy about that. <laughs> In fact, still, Scott looking into getting that commercial. I uh, just need to figure out the financial way to do that. Um, some breaking news here, I guess. Okay. Happening while we're doing this. Uh, Marine veteran Daniel Penny. Has been indicted for the subway chokehold uh, death of Jordan Neely. Oh, boy. Uh, indicted Wednesday for the, uh, whatever, indicted on charges of criminally negligent homicide and second-degree manslaughter.
0: Well, let's hope that he's found not guilty on that one.
3: Yeah. Um, to me, this is a pressure indictment. Of course. Uh, by this grand jury. Um this is insane to me. I mean, you have a crazy person mm-hmm. who's been arrested 42 different times. Yeah. Who's on a subway saying that he doesn't care if he dies. He doesn't care if he goes to jail. Uh, yeah. It's on video. hmm A Marine steps up to neutralize the situation. And it wasn't a 20-minute kneeling on a neck of a drug addict, oh, by the way. It was a chokehold to prevent this person from doing harm to right. others. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, it had the assistance of other people on the train.
0: And they're not and being charged being, or not yet?
3: Uh, what's that? Are they being charged, too? Uh, not that I've seen, no. Okay. Uh, but... Daniel Penny is being, indi- or has been indicted on uh New York? Manslaughter. This is New York? Yeah. Of course. Well, of course. I mean, that's what I mean, you could pick the cities that it could have been, but of course it's New York and with that ridiculous DA that they have up there, and then when you have all the protests and all the bullshit that people do, mm-hmm. um you, I, I guess I didn't expect anything less out of New York and yeah, well this something- is the lesson to you my friend of what could happen if you uh, <laughs> take somebody out when they're security on Saturday the 24th well, like I said before if you take
0: them out take them all the way out because if you're gonna if you're going to jail for it you might as well you might
3: as well get your money's worth the said, uh, said his chest was rising and he was breathing you can clearly see that in the video and that'll be why he's not guilty No wonder people don't step up to do to stop things. And that is pretty messed up anymore. It really is insane what's going on because I've seen part of my day is spent looking for videos to play on this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I open up the show every time with a bunch of videos. Sure. uh, That I find throughout the day. And last night I was watching one. I I think I I think it was too big actually for me to to download, Uh, but it was from my phone to this, whatever. And it was a video of, I think, a steak and shake somewhere where a group of teens were sitting where they should not be sitting. The staff told them to move, and it erupted into an all-out brawl. Now, yep. there were a bunch of people there, but you know what happened? Yeah, cameras came Everybody out. <laughs> took out their freaking phones and started recording everything instead of actually stopping what was going on yeah started yelling world star. <laughs> yeah I mean it's absolutely insane what, what these people on the subway could have done instead of recording the damn thing mm-hmm. is helped out the situation. yeah
0: yeah we're in a bad we're in a bad time dude. everything's a mess you know it's like we talked about with with Michael on Monday about you know about uh, wouldn't it be nice if there was just a little bit of the mob? mentality back into the cities where you didn't mess with your cities and the, the neighborhood took care of itself. I miss that day. That day is gone, man. Instead now it's just it's just the next need for a TikTok video. That's all
3: it is. So what do you do now? What do you do if you see something happening? Do you say something, do you do something, or do you just walk away? Or do you take your phone out? I don't know what you do anymore.
0: Well, I would never take my I think I would still just roll the dice personally personally I think I would honestly just roll the dice and I'm gonna stop a situation if it's in front of me whatever that whatever that circumstances be damned I don't think I'm capable of just sitting back and saying okay go ahead kill him I must sit back and watch and not in, not interfere I don't think I have that in me
3: I mean I don't know what I would do if I was in a situation at a restaurant and a fight broke out whether I would try to like stop it. Or if I saw somebody stealing, I'm probably not going to – what am I going to do? I don't think I'd stop anybody
0: stealing anymore because that's, that's senseless there. You know, that's just – you know, you you just know that the the laws allow, allow the theft. So they're, basically they're not breaking the law. You know, where the law says there's no penalty for up to, what, $900 or whatever. Then go ahead. You know, as far
3: as I'm concerned, go ahead. But do. I don't know what I would do if I was in a situation on a train or on a bus. I, God, I don't ever want to get on a bus. Uh, but I don't know what I would do if somebody was acting up and either threatening people or, yeah. I mean, maybe when I was a little bit more agile, I wasn't much more agile, but when I had two legs, uh, I might have done something. But now I don't know what I would do. Well, you know, I mean, I mean I'd, I'd like to think that I would step up and, and do something.
0: Yeah, you would like to. I mean, you would think that you would, dude. If if that's how you were before, that's how you are now. You know, I mean, I, honestly, the even even with the leg not as good as it was, if there was something you legitimately thought you could do, you would end up doing it because your your internal your internal morality will tell you to do so. You can't. You nobody when, when push comes to shove into something real, nobody sits there and thinks about well, am I going to get in trouble for this? You Just do it. You just, you, you know, your internal, that internal guy in your head just tells you what to do.
3: I mean, I, I saw a video the other day of a um, a couple, I think it was at Cedar Point, but, park, but I think it was Cedar Point. And they had a, a kid and they were trying to force this kid to get on like another roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And the kid was saying, no, he didn't want to. And the kid started asking for help. And look, panicked. You could see it in the video. This kid looked panicked. Right. And you hear the mother, or whatever she was, say, we don't have to keep you. And apparently this was a foster foster parent. Okay. And said that to this kid, and somebody was recording it. Now, instead of recording the damn thing, if you see a kid that's in trouble, you see a kid that is asking for help, why don't you do something? Yeah, instead of video. Put the damn phone away instead of putting it on on social media, yeah, and grab somebody, grab an authority at the park, follow so the pro- that family. Yeah, until but the you problem is somebody. that the,
0: the authorities won't even bother with that anymore. Look at how many, dude, you're a TikTok guy. Look at how many freaking Disney fights there are out there. There's a lot. It's, it, it's there's no again, all of the stuff that we were raised on is gone. That's the part that, that we don't want it to be true, we don't want to admit that it's true, but it's gone. Dude, when you were a kid, if you were acting up in a store, your mom would grab you by the ear and yank you out. Remember those days oh, yeah. when you were six, seven years old? Oh, yeah. You knocked, I can remember running through the grocery store with my with my arm out and just knocking boxes into the aisle. You know, like boxes of cereal or soda or whatever. Just knocking it all off the shelves. And I can remember as plain as day, the minute my mom caught me, it was grabbed one ear and just yanking me right the hell out of the store. You know, and 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 then sitting with me in the car, yelling at me, or giving me a give me a smack with a, with a um,
3: what do you call it? A hairbrush or whatever, whatever she had. Comb. Sandy says, "Recording for evil TikTok." Look, not all TikTok is evil. Believe me, well, there's plenty of things I could show you on TikTok that are very nice. Um, and I'm not talking about the girls. I'm talking about <laughs> they have. There are some redeeming qualities about TikTok. I've seen. You know, reuniting of families from military members and stuff sure. like that. So there are things you can do that are good for social media. Well, where's However, the good?
0: So, where's the good social media you should be looking at instead? That's I, my I, I, that's my okay. question to Sandy. Which one is better? Yeah, YouTube, none. YouTube, Daily Motion, Odyssey, Twitter,
3: Odyssey, YouTube, Facebook, and only the Seth Williams Show. All, yes, all of it.
0: that's the only good ones. And even those might get crazy sometimes. Who knows?
3: Yeah. You do what your morals lead to. That's right.
0: Yeah. I do the same thing. That's what, it's one of the reasons I stopped going to stores. Because I kept yelling at people.
3: <laughs> if someone stealing from a store, I would let employees know they can decide what to do. Yeah. I did but that I know, I one time. Be. I've done that one time. And I, I don't like being a, a narc, narc kind of guy. I mean, yeah. That's not my style. But I saw a guy, I was at a liquor store, and I saw a guy putting a be- big fucking crown royal bag down his pants. Right. And I went over to him and basically I I was probably being selfish. I just don't want my liquor prices raised. Right. And so I was telling the, the owner of the store that this guy was stealing and they let the guy walk out. They didn't even say damn. Yeah, word. they don't care.
0: They'll just write it off, just one bottle. They don't care. I mean,
3: yeah, it's probably more hassle to stop them than it is to.
0: Well, it's more of a legal entanglement
3: too now. But yeah, the, the whole whipping out the phone thing is is kind of uh, insane. I hope that I wouldn't do that if I was in that kind of situation. I don't mm-hmm. think I would. Yeah, I don't you know.
0: Just, you just don't worry about it, man. I, I mean, that's thankfully I don't spend enough time out in the out out in the public to where I got to worry about any of this crap. You know, I stay hidden in my little cave here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, social media is like a lie. It spreads a thought a hundred times faster than one truth. It's true. It's absolutely true. Well, now this uh, Daniel Penny is going to be uh, tried, I guess, on these charges. And
0: yeah. Well, if they've right. got video of the guy still breathing when he let go, then they're not guilty. Ding, How ding. about this?
3: You know, you should... Uh, that guy's a hero. He should be given a medal. For for helping people, mm-hmm. for stopping a crazy person. I agree. How about that crazy person should have been on the streets to begin with? Well, come on. And it's I know really- there's a lot of bleeding hearts out there, and you know I have family members that are some of them. Uh, it's mentally challenged. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> 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 but you you, you got to stop these people at some point. Yeah. You got to like. There's got to come a time where, again, this is what we talked about at the beginning of the show, where we actually go back to having some normalcy. Yeah.
0: We need the insane asylums back to lock some of these people up. Some people just are not meant to be freewheeling in the streets. They're just not meant to be that way.
3: See, the cop came from Euclid. Kid actually asked why he was shot. He had a gun in his hand, and it came up towards the cops. You remember the Tamir Rice thing? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: The kid that had the gun?
0: Yeah, the 12-year-old or something?
3: Yeah, and it wasn't a real gun. It was a fake yeah, gun, a whatever gun it was. Something, yeah. And he was putting him kid in people's faces and twirling yeah. around on the streets and stuff. And then yeah, the got yeah. pulled up and they ended up shooting him. pulled
0: up and shot him, yeah. You know,
3: I was able, along with other people that I worked with, to be able to see the difference between some of these guns. Mm-hmm. I mean... We had cops actually bring in a box of guns, one of which was a pink gun, sure. and it looked like a toy. The gun was real. Mm-hmm. And you don't know the difference between these things sometimes. No. And you know you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. Well, and a lot of the you real ones. You could tell when we were kids, you could tell the difference between a cops and robbers gun that we were playing with when it was sure. a cap gun, and you could tell when it was a plastic little thing. Mm-hmm. You can't tell the difference now. No. And you have to be smart. Or how about this? Raise your kids to be smart enough to do the right damn thing.
0: How about just in in today's world, how about just not be out out with a gun of any sort, real or fake? You know, because you don't know. Look, here's a gun. Is, Is it real? Is it a BB gun? Is it fake? Is it a toy? What do you think? Can you tell? I can't tell. Nobody can tell. I mean, here it is. No one can tell I know and believe me if you break into my house you'll know but, <laughs> but, but um you know I mean that's the thing is I mean that that doesn't look that much different from a toy gun that you would buy in a store
3: like in Walmart does it no no it doesn't and uh, I don't know uh, when my boss were very young and the store youngest was causing a scene we don't stop. We don't... you gotta, you got to take care of these kids. Yeah, of course. If you'll never support the Guardians because you're a lifelong Indians fan, join us here.
0: All right, I'm saving that. I'll, I'll, I'll click that link after the show.
3: <laughs> right, is it a good link to click? We've got to make sure. That it's oh, that's a Facebook okay. group. It can't be that bad. My Facebook got hacked the other day, apparently. Did it? Oh, that's not good. Somebody said that they uh, got a friend request from me. It had, like, a picture on it. <laughs> okay. And where does this come from where people are too freaking stupid to understand that that's not my Facebook? Just report the damn thing and then get it over with. Yeah.
0: Especially when you have a show. You have a show where if if, if you indeed lost your page, you'd be on the show saying, hey, I lost my page. So.
3: But I don't know. This Daniel Penny thing kind of has me in a little bit of a tizzy because you know I, I know people that uh, want him and support him going to jail for what he did and I don't understand I don't understand why the crazies are still let out I don't understand why that guy wasn't in the uh, in jail to begin with right and if that if the Justice Department not to, if the justice system uh, did things the right way then none of this happens now you'd be getting a key to the city of Manhattan and then on top of it Who do they not arrest? They don't arrest the people that are standing in the middle of the subway tracks blocking uh, people from getting to work or to wherever they need to go. They don't arrest the people that are protesting and burning shit down. They don't arrest those people, uh, but they arrest the guy that's trying to stop something bad from happening. Yeah, but those people were
0: angry, Seth. Don't you know that? I forgot. They were disenfranchised and angry.
3: In this rant that I want to play from Glenn Beck, I'm going to do it on the bonus content. He talks about the media just lies to you, and they lied directly to your freaking face. Oh, yeah. There were media members actually saying at the time of the riots and and these protests that go on, these are peaceful protests. While there was a car burning in the background, Mm -hmm. you can see buildings and cars on fire as they're telling you that these are peaceful protests that are allowed to happen, mm-hmm. and we as Americans put up with it, and we say yes, sir,
2: just and
3: like, we right, move whatever. along. Yeah, that's and, it. And you know, it's about time that we wake up. And I talk about it, some of that stuff in the bonus content. Sign up on Odyssey four ninety nine a month. There
0: you go, perfect. Uh, All right, so you did real quick before we end the show. You did an interview today yourself. Yes, I, I did. did. Look at you! You're talking about me with my mafia connection. Look at you, Yeah. guy.
3: I did a, an interview with another podcast. Look at that. Um, I the Lord, live and loud with the Lord, live and loud with
0: the Lord. That's right. Great guy. Yeah, Lord Nelson. Lord
3: Nelson, very good guy, and we talked for like almost forty five minutes. Okay, and he literally asked from. When I was born, what kind of shoes I wore to <laughs> anything that's going on tonight with my life. Right. Uh, but he is very thorough and he is a very funny guy, uh, very entertaining. And I'm seriously, I'm not talking shit about him. He's really, really cool. Sure. And I love talking to him. I want to get him on this show too. So people Absolutely. see uh, what I'm talking about. is a super nice guy. We talked about everything from uh, what this show is all about, what it means to me, and what Triv meant to me. Sure. And the health problems that I had and continue to have, but he was very cool. We even talked about the Browns and Steelers because he had a couple of Steelers hats in the background.
0: Well, everybody's got a flaw.
3: Yeah.
2: But
0: yeah, he was a
3: <laughs> he was very, very cool. Live and loud with the Lord. Yes. And what night you said he's on Saturday nights? Yeah. Saturday releases, nights he releases his Yeah, stuff. he
0: releases Saturday nights on um CMS Network and YouTube and Odyssey and all the places.
3: So you got to look for, for this, though, because it was a very cool interview. And I really enjoyed doing it. So I'm looking forward to actually checking that out. Absolutely. When he we got to find out when he's going to put that out there because I want to check it out. Uh, but uh, I picked up one thing from him today. I don't know if you've noticed. What's that? Because I've done it a couple of times now during the show. Mm-hmm. I've said the Seth Williams show, with Chris Aiken on the CMS network. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because oh, that he guy was the king of promoting the hell out of the CMS <laughs> network.
0: Dude, he is so happy to be on the CMS Network. He does like every every post he puts on his Facebook. Everything is is you know his, name of his company is what Five Royals Entertainment. Yeah, and he literally every post he has is Five Royals Entertainment and the CMS Network present yeah. <laughs> live in love with the Lord. It's like the longest intro ever, but
3: yeah. And then like he was cool about it. They kept saying it like I gotta say it three times. CMS <laughs> Network. <laughs> <laughs> and it was but it was it was very fun. It was a good interview, I think, anyways. I don't know if I sucked I probably sucked, but he nah. was very good. He was very entertaining. So look for that.
0: Dude, have you ever heard his song Um Um with Stuck Mojo about the that's anti that was anti um I guess not anti Muslim but anti um anti Iraqi war or anti not it was anti the nine eleven terrorists yeah no i haven't heard i mean let me see if i can pull up and we won't play all of it because like seven minutes long but let me see if i could real up. quick while you're doing that yeah, uh, flat
3: earth guy is going to join us monday the 26th yes monday the 26th of june uh, flat earth guy plain truth guy slash conspiracy guy he's got some really great stuff some stuff that i think is going to be mind-blowing to a lot of people I would I would think so. I mean he said that let's see if it's true. Look, he told me via text and on the phone cuz I called him to to set up a date with him that I may be able to retire after this news breaks and we're going to go it's, it's we're going to go everything's going to go crazy when okay. this news is announced. All right. So Flat Earth guy will be joining us on the 26th next Monday we have um, another mob guy on. Yeah, Scott Deechi. So we're gonna to talk to him about that kind of stuff. So looking forward to that. Yeah, got a lot of guests coming.
0: Slowly but surely, we're we're getting a whole lot of stuff. Uh, that is a Metallica show from Cleavey Land in 2018. I guess it was the not it was last tour, whatever the last yeah. tour was. Of course, that's where my t- seats were. <laughs> nine million miles away from the from the stage so you know it was not good seats and it was ridiculously priced so here, i'm just going to play you a little bit of this opens so that you can see you you were talking earlier about me being big and tall yeah. this is a big tall man he's like every bit of six five six six and menacing as hell check check, <laughs> check out this is this is lord nelson who you interviewed with earlier today this is um from Stuck Mojo from, I don't know, 10 years ago or so. Here we go. Be honest, honest.
3: you would not mess with that guy. No, not even a little bit. And I'll be honest with you. When I did the interview with him, I had no idea. I mean, not that I haven't heard of the the band, but I didn't listen to the band. Oh, yeah. That's not a shot against him. Uh, But I didn't know he's a badass dude. Oh yeah, because he's, when I talked to him, he really was just a funny, fun kind of guy. Was, yeah, he never had a—he had a smile on his face the entire. time Oh yeah, time he's we
0: totally happy. It's weird when you see this. This is like angry. Yeah, but that's yeah.
3: badass. That's Oh good yeah, enough.
0: yeah. That open season—that is mean. <laughs> that is a mean song
3: to well, say. We're the gonna least. have to get him on the show.
0: Oh yeah, well he has a new band too, so he's he's um got a record done, and I've heard it. it's really good. So we'll have him on.
3: Um, and then we're trying to get another band for next Wednesday. We're yes. On that. Yeah, we um, don't have word on that one yet, but but cool stuff coming. Looking forward to the Flat Earth guy joining us again, and I'm telling you, this one, it'll, he says he has some stuff that's going to change. Okay. Life for us.
0: All right. Well, I'm. I'm game for that. I know it's going to change life for me in about three minutes. Tulum. (laughs)
3: There you go. (laughs) Thank you to Tony Musashi for joining us from Tulum in Twinberg. And uh, I I don't know what I'm... I think I'm having Subway again. That's all I have is Subway. All right, Jared. Hey, man. (laughs) There's a Jared, like, Netflix special or something on right now that I've been trying to check out, and then I'm I'm afraid to... Horn, I'm gonna be getting to, to see.
0: Well, with like Jared, you lost half your legs from eating Subway. Yes, there you go.
3: <laughs> I actually walked around Cleveland Brown Stadium with that guy back in the day. Oh, how when fun. all this stuff was going on behind the scenes that nobody knew about, I didn't right. know obviously, and, but I was like literally walking with him around Cleveland Brown Stadium.
0: <laughs> nice, <laughs> oh, it wasn't kids' day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Should I be upset he didn't try to touch me? too old yeah, i guess uh, everybody have a great weekend happy yeah. father's day to everybody
0: yeah and we'll be back on juneteenth to celebrate that day we will be celebrating juneteenth
3: can't wait happy father's day to you thank great. you same to you sir and um appreciate everybody listening god willing we'll talk to you again next week have a great rest of and a good weekend as well. see ya, see ya.